When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Mm, where do I start, Bez? Where do I start? And I already touched on the wee bit at the earlier on the show about about the All Blacks. It is unprecedented times when you have back-to-back losses. Like, I just can't even remember the last time that even happened. That is not part of, of, of what All Blacks rugby is. Um, look... It's, it's crazy times, but then you, you flip on the other side, you kind of think why it's happening, and you, you break it all down, and, and you just watch France in that game, mate. They were just, they they kind of knew our shape, you know, our shape. We, we, we've been playing the same shape for the last five, six years, even longer, playing the pods. You hit the mid pod, middle pod runner. He's got a tip option. He's got an inside option. Or he's got his pivot out the back, which is usually Richie Mwanga or, or one of the outside backs. So he can he's got three options there. You just see France. They knew we were going to hit those, the, the middle guy, and you're going to you you just rush up out of line. You you smash the middle guy. You smash the tip guy, and then one of the big boys just shoots out out the back, and smashes our pivot out the back, so that we have no opportunity to go wide. So, look, I just feel teams, they know what we're doing now. They know they they know what mm. we're doing. They 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 make us play a certain brand of footy that. Uh, makes us uncomfortable, puts us under pressure. They know they can't match us unstructurally, so they ma- they 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 won't kick us the ball and give us counter attacking opportunities. They saw once, you know, when Rico Yuani scored his try, that was just a cook play. We got a turnover, we go wide, and that's what Kiwis do. But if they keep us in structures and keep us to to having to play our structured game, it goes a long way to to uh, teams having so much success against us. So look. I just think um, this 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 summer this summer is going to be a huge summer. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things that need to happen over the next couple of weeks. Uh, when the All Blacks get back, they're going to go see their families. They've been away for a very long time, but if they're going to stay with these this this coaching group and this team, they have to have a big off season. They have to go away and think up some innovating ideas or some structures and plays that are going to get them to go to the next level because right now teams know exactly where we're going and what we're doing and it's just too easy to defend. Um, so 
yeah, look, it's just going to be a big summer, mate. Um, look, my season, look, three three losses. It's not it's not ideal. Uh, we got to see some players, some young players that we're going to potentially see uh, going forward, and they would have taken a lot of learnings going forward as well. You know, you're playing up in Europe. It's a total different environment. You're, you're playing different rugby. You've got to think the North, they play a totally different brand of, of rugby, and they are big bodies too. And that's what you saw with France and Ireland, mate. They were big, big units, and they were physical. So, look, our young players will go a long way to uh, getting a lot of experience here. We've got to see some players. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer, mate, to see what happens up up in the All Blacks. Uh, NZR, what kind of decisions they're making. So, I know there's a lot of people already asking for for Fozzie to go, and, and it's it's not ideal when you have back-to-back losses. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tough times for the ABs. Mm. And you're right, going into a summer, now they've got the whole summer where they've just got to think about it. <laughs> it's I've been yeah. involved in the cricket side of things where you go into a winter and you've come off a poor series or a poor summer and it's yep. oh, it's a long old winter, isn't it? Because you start just replaying yep. over the opportunities you had time and time again and everyone starts talking about it and then when you get in that really uncomfortable state where you can't do anything about it because time just has to heal the wound. But... Jeez, it's not it's not something we're used to with the AB side, so it's really concerning. The thing I the thing I struggle with is, and I'm a, a massive All Blacks fan, right? But mm. I heard like some of the comments that came out of yesterday's press conference, and we've got some audio clips which we'll play a little bit later on, I think, Louis. But the statistics, one thing, but the the, the conversations around, or sorry, the uh, the comments around, we're building this team we're giving guys opportunities we're giving them game time some young guys but that's all well and good but like we're not we weren't in the ashes as a side you know like we're at the top of the game like how has that come to that stage where we need to start to have to build guys and there's a good text here actually which probably encapsulates a bit of the idea morning team get rid of foster and half of the all blacks roster the pride in the all blacks jersey is lost completely and it's because Foster is giving anyone and everyone a shot in the jersey. What happened to keeping the same side for years? We had were solid inside backs for years, but because we kept the same combos with Dan Carter, Conrad Smith, Nono, etc. How long did they dominate the world stage? I know you need to bring young talent in, which I'm fine with, but we, but we have too many in this close to the World Cup, and we still have no structure. My money won't be going on the ABs. I don't even, and don't even get me started on the Ford pack, and I can't quite read the rest of that message. Can you read it out there? Stop Louis? changing the bloody team each week. Stop changing the team mm. each week. And, and pretty much just goes on to that cohesion, Bears. And, and he is right. And I've, I've vividly remember, I've vividly remember this. And, you know, I was driving home and, and I was sitting next to, to Richie and, and he spoke about, look, look, 14 out of the 15 players every week when we were playing, you can name them. Name their potential should be mm. one, and we know how important cohesion is. How important cohesion is in an environment you're giving these players opportunities. But then I look on the other side, Bears, and I think well, you look you look at why they're making these changes. Maybe the, the players that they've been given these opportunities aren't standing up, so they're still unsure who who is is the right combination and who is the right person for that job. If you're not taking that opportunity. And they keep presenting you that opportunity. You don't want it. You don't take it. They've got to make these changes. So has anyone put their hand up? Has anyone put their hand up to say, that's my jersey. That's my jersey and that's my number and I'm going to I'm gonna own that. You know, and, that, and that's the other side of the day, bud. 
That's a fair point, mate. Yeah, it is a fair point. Maybe they have given opportunities. They wanted to keep consistent in selection, but guys weren't playing well mm. enough. So then if you can't change the man, you change, you change the man. I think we've got some of that audio as well. So bring it in when you've got the chance, please, Louis. How I sum up the season? Um, I said before, it's probably a year that some countries have played not enough rugby because of COVID. Some have played too much. And, you know, I look at our year, we've played 15 test matches. We've, you know, I look at Aussie and South Africa who are similar to us, played 14 respectively. I think they've lost seven and five tests and we've lost three. And so when I put it into context and I look at the, the growth in a, in a bigger squad, you know, overall, I think we're making some really good progress, but the last two weeks have um, certainly hurt and give us plenty of motivation for next year. Mm. So, is that like even What's comparing your take from there, Bez? Like, we played. Yeah. Well, we played fifteen test matches, mate. Half of them are they test matches, really? They were more sort of training gallops, weren't they? Like we were winning those games mm. comfortably. We didn't even have to get out of second gear. There was there was not a whole lot going on. So I think to to say that there's fifteen out and out test matches is without being disrespectful. They, there was a couple of training gallops in there, but it's more the comparison with. The likes of Australia and that yeah. we're the All Blacks, mate. <laughs> like, like we yeah. are the ABs. What? Why are we comparing ourselves to to the Australian side? It's not their national game; it's our national game. What do you think? Yeah, well, no, that just yeah, there was a bit of deflecting there from from Fuzzy. He's deflecting it away, trying to put put the spotlight on Australia and and South Africa. And yes, the All Blacks they they get held a lot a bit more of a loft than other teams there's so much pressure and expectations on them but that's just part of the blackness the jersey the silver fern that that's you walk towards that you walk towards that and i just felt like he was shying away there and and maybe looking for a wee wee little pat on the back or something like that you know it's um yeah it was, it was fascinating comments from from fozzy um it's we got a few texts coming give us a call as well give us a call on the kennard's higher phone line 0800 150 811 if you've got any questions for myself and Baz, let us know, because we've got a good question here. Thoughts on leadership. With Baz captaining, you knew he was someone who grabbed the bulls by the horns. Whitelock, great player, but when I see Artie Sevilla doing all the talking in the huddles with Whitelock and Kane watching and listening, I wonder. That is from Dino. That is from Dino. Thoughts on that, Baz? Yeah, look. I think I made mention of it last week, and again, I don't know the intricacies of of an All Blacks environment, how things work there. I, I trust, I I love a lot of those players, and and I know a couple of them, um, and and the likes of Gilbert and Oka and that, um, and I sort of know how they work. But to me, you need a, a pretty clear chain of command when it comes to leadership, especially in a a sporting team. Um, you need someone who is in charge, who who's able to shape and guide the direction of the side. And, and that's, not, that's not necessarily um, all the time that they have to do that. But when, mm. when the game is on the line, when the moment calls it, not all moments in time are equal, right, especially in sport, that's when you want your leader to stand up. That's when you want him to go, right, all the rest of you, shut up. This is what we're yeah. doing. This is the direction that we're going. Follow me. And that's what you want from your mm. leader in those times. And I think we had that with Kieran Reid, Richie McCaw in particular. And, and I know in, in cricketing terms as well, we've got that with Kane Williamson. It's good to build leadership around the captain, but I, to me, I like an environment yep. where your captain is 
at the very very forefront of those decisions when when the when the moment comes and i just wonder if that's if that is the case now i'm not sure you you know mm. it better than i do um yeah look we know it's an interesting means, one so. it's an interesting one yeah look uh, I like Sam Whitlock. I love what he's about. He's, he's probably one of my, you know, favourite leaders. He leads a lot differently. He's not going to... I don't think he's going to put a hell of a lot of pressure on you and, and get get up and get angry and, and, you know, stand over you and say, this is how it is. But he's got an ability to be able to connect with everyone. If we maybe we do need a leader, I think when Richie was there, man, he was uncompromising as they come. It was his way or the highway. You listen and you listen here and this is what we're doing. And when the pressure's on... You know, when the pressure's right on the All Blacks, he's, his ability to stay calm, stay in sync, make good decisions and make good calls and get everyone's attention when you're in that huddle. There's a thing, like, when you're in a huddle, you, you feel like everyone's there, but not everyone's there, you know? People are drifting off and looking up at the at the mm. French flags up in the stands, and but his ability to really get your attention and make you connect, the way he went about it, his wording... It really just, you know, got you on your toes. Maybe there's a bit of that, you know, going around. So, look, it's 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 fascinating times. And we spoke about it, the leadership last week, Bez, and, and there is probably a, a, a big disconnect of, of where the leaders are at, you know, from when I was playing back in the day to probably now. Um, I think long term they're going to be better off for it. But right now it's, um, it's interesting times. But then, you know, a lot of the – you just – you have to – dig a bit deeper and, and then you look at uh, the, the coaches, we've got a caller on the line, I'm going to get to Chris really shortly, but you look at the, the coaching and you think you know, how they're playing, some of the things that they're doing on the field, like that is a part of the, the coaching game plan and, and then I look at the start of the game mate and and this is your heart, this is the heart, the All Blacks forward pack is the heart, That is if you attack the heart and you get you beat that heart it goes a long way to win the game France, France scored two rolling more tries. Two rolling yeah. more tries. Set-piece tries, mate. And I know for a fact that Fords hate that. The people score tries, rolling more tries. And France were able to, to attack the heart and get in there. That just went a long way to, to getting the success on the weekend. But we're going to cross over to Chris from Christchurch. Morning, Chris. You want to talk a bit of All Blacks? Oh, what's up, bro? Um, just a question. Other than Severe and the reserve hooker, I can't remember his name, do we have any other runners? Because I've seen that French lock, that Wookiee, is it? And he was just, they were yeah, just smoking man. it. We've got no runners, other yeah. than that little period in the second half where we smacked it up the middle, pick and go. We don't, yep. I don't know, I think Whitelock and Rotella could come to the end. Whitelock mainly, mm. but uh, who knows. Yep. Oh, good day, boys. Catch Yeah, thank you. There you go. Have we got any yeah. other runners apart from Savia and Samasoni Tokiaho? Look, we have got um, Akira Iwani. Akira Iwani, he's a big runner, um, but he just got shut out of the game. But the thing is, mate, you look at Argy Savia on the weekend. He always breaks tackles. He always breaks that first tackle. His leg drive is outstanding. He always gets over the advantage line. Even he was getting pumped. He didn't smack mm. and just, he was trying to fight it out, mate. And they were taking him backwards three or four metres, you know. So, just hats off to the French, man. They just, they just got up, double shoulder us and absolutely smacked us. Um, that Samasoni Takiaho, when he came on, he was outstanding. That was an interesting selection for me. But like we said earlier on, no one bears, um, if no one's going to do the job and, and, and really put a stamp on that jersey, then a young guy like Samasoni Takiaho, who wasn't even in the picture, 
start of the year, halfway year, came in for an injury, concussion injury for um, uh, Al Moore. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy times. But we got we got a few more. Keep calling. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Got another text. We'll quickly read off. Um, Bears win the game was on the line yesterday. They took Whitelock off just when we were running over them. So they took Whitelock off just when they were running over. Tupo Vaa Vai came on. Um, I don't think that was a part of it. I don't, yeah, well, there's a part of a bit of leadership. They're gone. Bears thoughts. Oh, I guess. Uh, yeah, mate. I, I guess another thing is like, see, one, the the drums are beating right for for Razor. The mm-hmm. drums are beating, but what would Razor bring yeah. in? That's something we can get to on the other side of this because, hey, maybe if he's got the same players, it's fresh ideas, or does he bring new players in? It's a fascinating topic, but we'll we'll keep cho- mm-hmm. we'll keep chatting anyway. We've got plenty to talk about. The text machine is heating up, big time as well. Gee, the All Blacks. We just love the All Blacks, don't we? And we're hurting. Everyone's hurting at the moment. But Izzy's got some answers for us, so we'll come back shortly. It's 7.20 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 25 past 7 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Remember, just after 8 a.m., we're going to put the spotlight on the capital. SENZ's Wellington frequency, 7.11 a.m. We're going to give you the chance to win 711 bucks with Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies. All you have to do is get 10 questions right for the whole cigar. Simple. The answer to that question is Lennox Lewis. Don't even need the, you don't even need the question. Just the answer. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Okay? Simple. Write that one down. Because when Izzy asks you, you want to have that first question. Otherwise, it all falls flat <laughs> and that sucks. Anyway, we've got Sam on the line on the Kennard Sire phone line. Uh, good morning, Sam. You want to talk some All Blacks from Nelson there? Yeah, cool, boys. Uh, yeah, just um, I, I think we need to look, look at how good the other teams are becoming compared to, mm. you know, um, I mean, France only had 43% of possession, and look what they've done. Yeah. Just, I, I just mm. think the other teams have caught up so much now and actually overtaken the All Blacks that this could actually be the new normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just don't yeah. know if we've stepped up and improved where other, team, other teams have really caught up and overtaken. And I think it started uh, with that loss to England in the World Cup last year, a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah. No, I know where you're coming from, mate. I love that. I love that. And that's, I think that's the thing we were coming to. All Blacks have always been proactive with how they've always been a, a step ahead of the game. They've always been redefining, reshaping the game. They brought the structures and the, yeah. the pods in, mate. But I think... We've been we've just taken a wee standstill. We we haven't been innovative with our thinking and and trying to redefine right. the game. And and that's how these teams have been able to catch up. And um, that's you know yeah. and, to, and actually overtake like us. And now they are. They are like this could be yeah. the new normal. Like we looked pretty pretty pedestrian mm. uh, yesterday morning. I've got to say, and I don't know. I, I just had that vibe mm. from the outset that France were going to win that game. But just you know, I, th- mm. I think deep down, I think a lot of us actually knew that. Do you reckon? So I didn't pick, I looked at the two though. I think we all knew. I think points. deep down we knew that we weren't yeah. going to win that game. Yeah. So we we brought this up the other day. So we're used to the complete dominance of the All Blacks, right? So do we have to shift our mentality to now accepting that we're going to lose a lot more games, but trying to peak for World Cups? Is that an acceptable Absolutely. mindset to have for our national team? 
You think so? Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm quite pleased that we're not going to play England this weekend because I think we would have got done as well. You know what I mean? Like, I just think, yeah, like we are not going to win every game now, especially in that Northern mm. Hemisphere. Like, they are tough, bro. And, you know, with the crowds mm. and stuff behind them, like, mate, I don't know. Like, I think we've, we've kind of lost the aura a bit. It's, you know, mm. I just think it's not like it was. All right, mate, quick question before we let you go. Were you happy to see Fozzie give him a chance to go through the World Cup or would you like to see what Manchester United have done and swap their coach out and midway through a season? Well, what would you want? What, what do you want, mate? Absolutely. I, I, I didn't want him there in the first place. So I'd definitely get rid of him. Absolutely. I wanted Scott Robertson from the start. But, uh, yeah, I think, mate, we can't... What, what are we going to do? Another year of losses like this and then into the World Cup? Like that, nah. I'd rather get rid of him now and let's get someone else in. Beautiful. Thank you, Sam, for your call nice, down man. there in Nelson on 990am. We really appreciate it, mate. Strong statements. And there's lots of strong statements coming through on the text line as well. This one here, it's not just three losses. They also won games from individual brilliance, not from a good game plan. Fascinating chat. Lack of game plan, lack of leadership and ideas. Ian Foster needs to go. There's nothing gets... Kiwis up and about more than the ABs going down, eh? Nothing does. Mm. And a good old coach sort of warfare as well, you know? All those in the camp of Scott Robinson early on, they feel vindicated now with the performance of the ABs. Well, there will still be a lot of Foster fans out there too, so... Oh, mm. crikey. Up and about country. It's just flooding in. I heard that one that none of the assistant coaches have recommitted. Would you bring the likes of Robertson, McDonald, Schmidt in the mix now, but keep Foster as head coach. Can you see this work, or would egos prevent this? That's from no. GD. Can't no, do that, eh? No way. No way Razor's going in there to sit in the back. No way. And that's the whole part of it. I think, uh, from what I'm hearing, I think Foster uh, went down that channel, but Razor, Razor, wants to, Razor wants to drive the bus, Baz. <laughs> oh, someone's got to drive it. He's got to drive it a bit quicker and a bit straighter than it's been driven at the moment. But it's 7.30 here in the morning here on Business for breakfast. We've got plenty more coming up. But for now, it's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's 28 minutes away from 8 o'clock in the Kennard Hire phone line. 0800 150 811 is running hot. So, boys, let me rip out a Choices Flooring Monday poll every time this week. Choices Flooring Floors for Living catalogue is out now. And I've kind of got a head start on this poll because I put it up last night and it's a question I'm really fascinated about and you blokes just segued into it. Foster, Robertson, the coaching situation. We know he's been re-signed. So I'm curious to know from you, on double eight double three at the Bears and Izzy for Breakfast Twitter page, do you think New Zealand rugby truly still believe Ian Foster is the best man to, le- man to lead this side? Because we've all got our opinions, but the fact of the matter is that they re-signed him through to the World Cup for certainty purposes. So at that stage, the decision makers at New Zealand rugby did truly believe he was the best man to lead this side. What do you think now with the hindsight of a Springbok series and a Northern Tour where we have fallen to our worst season since 2009? These are facts. This is all factual. We all watched and saw what happened. 
Do you think New Zealand rugby, in their heart of hearts, still believe Ian Foster is the best man to lead this side? It's an interesting question if you think about it too much, so don't do your head in. Baz, I'll start with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, mate. I, I don't actually know. But what I would say is that I'm very concerned about the direction that we've trended because we had market um, dominance and the beauty of New Zealand and the beauty of the All Blacks is they've always been out front. Uh, they're more innovative. They're, they're just better. Everything about them is better and the rest of the world has been trying to catch up. Now, in the space of 12 months, we've fallen off. Well, not fallen off a cliff, but we've we've come back to the pack. And whether that's the pack is increasing its speed or whether we're, we're um, coming back to the pack at speed, I'm not really sure, but it's concerning. So something has to change. Um, the methods have to change or the man has to change. So I know it's a difficult, really difficult one for you, Is because I know Fozzie gave you the most amount of chances as a player. So you've got a lot mm-hmm. of affection towards him as a coach. And, and, and that yeah. puts it in a, in a really tough situation for you, it, it just—I don't know. I—I I see something in 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 Razor Robertson, which I just really yeah. like to sort of get him behind. Doesn't mean that Ian Foster's not a good dude as well, um, but I don't know the way we're playing. Yeah. It, it looks like to me something needs to change. But what do you think? Yeah, look, it bears. Oh, look, I, I, I do. I do appreciate that. Like, I, it's it's hard for me to do these things, you know. Like, because this is my team. I love the All Blacks. I love what they're about, and I want to see them do well. And Fozzie and Ellis, I gave me a lot of opportunities. But then, look, I've been coached by uh, by Razor, mate, and he was outstanding. I'll, I'll be honest with it. He was one of, probably my favourite coach because he has the ability to get the best out of me, make it enjoyable, his ideas, his ability to run an environment. you got to understand, like, environment and culture is a big part to why teams are so successful. If you've got an environment and a culture that's, pretty stale and, and, and plain, it's going to be pretty boring. And that's why you play a little bit boring too. So I think they just need a bit of a spark in there. Well, they need a bit of a spark. Mm. We got, oh, no, he's gone. He's gone. But um, the, the other thing I want to, the other thing I, mm. the other thing is, I guess, like, if you had seen maybe Foster over a long, distinguished career being really successful, then you sit there and go, okay, he'll come right because his methods work. But I'm not really sure we've ever seen that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. have we, has that been a bit harsh? Um, no, nah, no. Nah. I think that's first estimation, mate. I think I think you're onto it, and and it's look. I, I had one question, Mark. I had one question, Mark. When I love Foster and I love what he's about, mate. And uh, when he when I was in there, uh, we had some pretty amazing players a- around us. So it was, you know, the Martin Ornus, Conor Smith. But one question, Mark, I had was when the going gets tough. When the going gets tough and Steve Hansen ripped my head off, mate, I listened. I stood up and I was like on the edge of my seat and I was like, they're going, oh, yes, sorry, mate. Man, he was scary, you know. He just had that ability to, to hold you accountable. My only little question mark, mate, was I just don't know if, if, if the times are going tough and Foster had to really step up and stamp his foot down. Would it scare me? Probably not. Probably not, you know. Ooh. And that was my only question mark. When you need to hold players accountable, and you have to put the foot down. And you have to make those hard decisions. Would I be scared? And, and would it would it you know scare me? N- no, probably not. And that was my only question mark about it, mate. That that the inclusion mm. with Foster as head coach. Mm. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I was getting from that the audio that Louis played before out of the press conference. It's mm. kind of like it's a bit nice. Yeah. Like I like a gruff 
grumpy old All Blacks coach, or someone who's just got something a little bit quirky about him. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, and even the fact that after the game yesterday, sort of like patting all the boys on the back and smiling. So I don't really want to see that. I want to see my sort of AB's coach with a stern look on his face saying, well, that wasn't acceptable. We just got our, our backsides handed to us by a team which we sh- should have expectations of beating. So, look, there's, here's a message from Adam through on the on the text line, double eight, double three. Boys, what success as the head coach has Foster really had, uh, the point that I was sort of trying to allude to for. Assistant... In those Chiefs wins, assistant behind Hanson, like him or hate him, Razor gets his teams up mentally with an international, which at international level seems to be the critical part. As I could see our Spurs got up this morning. Here, here, Adam. Good man. Eh? It's nice to have a little bit of sporting <laughs> success over the, week, over the weekend. We were a bit dry on it, so we'll take anything we can get. Good on you, Spurs. But yeah, we're firing up Look again, aren't one, we? Bears. We've got plenty going on. Look at our greatest performing team. Sorry, Bears. Richie, Rito, Fleming, McCullum, Williamson, Corpoa. The list goes on. Everyone knew who our general was. Everyone knew who our general was. No fear uh, and, and would do anything to get the job done for them. There's no fear in our Fords. Lots, lost too many matches. Mm. Hey? Yeah. Need yeah, look, well, we can pick that one up in a... <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if, if that would be a good idea, but no, I think we we're <laughs> we're all sort of dancing around a similar point, and this is why. I mean, it's just so much affection for the All Blacks, right? We just have such high expectations, and and that is what it is because it's our national team, it's our national sport, it's something that every time you, mate, you're born and you want to be an All Black. That's that's mm. what it is in this yeah. country. So therefore, you know, when we get beat and when we see our team starting to retreat rather than continue to dominate and innovate and do, and be the world's best, it hurts us. And that's someone who hasn't even yeah. played. So I can only imagine how your feeling <laughs> is. And, and I think you're doing your absolute best job to not be too critical, but also being completely honest. So you're doing fabulous, my friend. We'll keep picking this up on the other side. Why don't we chat on the other side? Let's get to the heart and to the meaty part. Who wants Razor in? Well, maybe it's even Jamie Joe and downtown Tony Brown. What about that for a shout? <laughs> Let's see what happens when we come back on the other side at 6, 7.40 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast back soon. Yes, it is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is 7.45 in the morning, and the All Blacks have lost again, so that has got everyone fired up. So, and we are getting the text line on double eight double three lit up. The phone lines are the Kennard High phone line on 0800 is running hot as well. We've got Lyndon on the phone right now. We might cross over and chat some ABs with Lyndon. Good morning, Lyndon. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, mate. Good what Lyndon. do you got for us? What do you got for us, bud? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was real surprised that. I mean, Fozzie got the job in the first place, but to um, to sign him on again definitely a shame. I think that we should have gone down the route of of someone new to take us through the next decade or so, and I think definitely Razor should be the man for the job. I mean, you know, the Crusaders, the fantastic team they are. I mean, they went through a rut. Blackout couldn't get a couldn't get a title. He comes along, gets Hamney on the bounce. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at all the young super sides at the moment, well, young coach super sides. I'm a blue supporter, but I mean, would be turned around the last couple of years from just kind of changing Donald. I mean, mm. you know, I just think you need new ideas and then you get rid of the old boys network and just 
to build the old head and ask the same old stuff. School's going the same way. I think sometimes you need Oh, so you're breaking up a wee bit there, babe, Lyndon, but you had you were spot on there. It was it was pretty, yeah, it was interesting. Obviously, I knew this tour was going to be the defining moment. I said it a couple of weeks ago, we'll definitely have an understanding of where this team's at. We're playing two quality sides, Ireland, France. So when they signed Fozzie on for an extension before the tour, it was interesting. It was a bit of an interesting one. But not being coached by Fraser and Leon, and I can understand why the Blues are going so good, mate. You've got you're onto an absolute champion. You're onto an absolute winner there with Leon McDonald. His innovative mind, mate. If you want someone that's innovating, Leon McDonald is innovating with how he sees rugby, with how he plays rugby. He was a fullback, so his ability when when I was coached with him was, uh, mate. He just yeah, he was just so so good, and he's always thinking ahead of the game. He's always changing the game. So someone like Leon McDonald as well, um, yeah. It's, it's 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 pretty interesting times at the moment, Bears. And we're gonna we're gonna read a few texts because the text line has been heating up. Here we go. We're gonna go to Brendan. The All Blacks set up on and off the field has been an old boys club. Get some younger, fresh-minded involvement in there, who are attacking and bring people back to the game. There you go. That's from Brendan, and he's yeah. Look. <clears throat> I'll be honest, like there's, it's probably been the same for about probably 12 to, to 13 years. There's a lot of a lot of voices in there. And I, we spoke about earlier, Bears, with, with the environment and the culture. And, and when you have an environment that's, you know, you've been on tour for, what, 12 to 14 weeks, uh, way on the team, same environment, same voices, it can get pretty pretty stale, you know, when you're hearing the same things. Um, so maybe they just need a, a big old... Refurb. Boom. Yeah, it's a good old sweep. Mm. But you brought mm. up a good point. Like It was quite a bizarre decision for NZ Rugby to appoint Foster for as long as he did. I'll tell you something as a coach is as well. And I'm and when you coach, I was coaching Kolkata over in the IPL, and it's volatile, yep. okay? That, that's yep. You must plan as if you're going to live forever, but you have to live as if you'll die tomorrow in the game, if that makes sense. So... Yes, you've got yep. to look forward and think about the long term and how you're trying to try and shape your side so that you can have long-term sustainable success. But you've also got, also got to find a way to be able to get the results in the here and the now, right? Especially if you've got market dominance, which is exactly what the ABs had when when um, Foster took over. So then the question I have is, what's the brief he's been given? was his brief that when he signed on for the job, with them giving him a long-term deal and re-signing him, maybe the, the the big dogs at NZ Rugby said, you know what, we know we're going to lose a few along the way, but we want you to build this team for the next 10 years by starting to put in your formulas and situations. So so maybe we need to hear from some more people at the NZ Rugby rather than just having to lay blame at Ian Foster's feet too. You know what I mean? I think... I think their phones will be going hot today. I think their phones will be going hot. They'll be going straight to the media manager and he'll be siding it off, mate. But yeah, you're right. Someone needs to come on and, and, and be held accountable and, and give us some little background on to why the things have, have happened the way they have and a bit more of an understanding. But then you look at the other side, mate, and you, we all love Razor. And I'm vocal about Razor and his ability and to, to really stimulate an environment, to make it enjoyable, give you a purpose of why you're doing things. But then you look on the other side, there might be a reason in the background 
why he hasn't even been given an opportunity or given the chance to, to be able to coach the All Blacks. There might be something there and underlying factors that we don't know. Is it is it the mm. the whole mantra around the All Blacks jersey and the All Blacks team, how much mana and respect it has? Does a person with Razor's personality and with how he carries on and how he really expresses himself out there, is, is that not the All Blacks way? You know, is that something that mm. the, the NZR are probably shying away from? They don't want that person that's going to dance around and do something differently. And I look at that and think, maybe not. But then I look at some of the things happening, and there was a question there about the, the All Blacks boots. You weren't allowed to wear anything but black when you are in the Ford pack for the All Blacks. You, you, you got colours on those boots? You're off. Get out of there. Liam Messam, don't bring those colour boots here, mate. Get the black ones on, and, and that's how we carry on. And then on the other, you know, um, yeah, I follow a few of the, a few of the lads on the, on the social media, see a few things going on. I'm like, hmm. Man, Richie would never, yeah. ever let that happen in there, you know? That's a good point. I want to pick up on that after this break as well because I think there's, it's a different environment as well and it's a different era with, with new, well, society's yeah. different and maybe that's sort of creeping into that as well. So let's chat about that. Surely it's 7.52 here in the morning on Bads and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Back very soon. It is 7.57 yeah, in the morning. We're coming breakfast. up to... Oh, Oh, I'll go. <laughs> and we're coming up to 8 a.m. in the morning. Oh, well, it's got us a bit confused as well. We've, we've gone off a bit early, but that's okay. Uh, Izzy, I just want to pick up on something before we head into the news. Um, what you said then just before really sort of struck a chord with me because you're, you're a man with a big personality. Like you're, you're a colourful mm. dude. You know, you've you're sort of always had a big personality, fun to be around, etc. Like you, you are happy to. You sign on to be a part of the All Blacks environment. You have to uphold certain things, right? Is that is that fair? You have mm. to conform yeah. to certain things. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, like it is different today to what when I was in there, and that's okay. But the number one defining factor is you're in the All Blacks. You're, 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 that team is it's, it's got so much history and players that have gone before, and you, and you never got to lose sight of that. You never got to lose the fact that you're representing the All Blacks. You're in a team. Never lose your personality. Bring who you are. Express yourself. But there's always underlying factors. No one is bigger than the team. No one is bigger than the All Blacks jersey. And that's the number one line factor. No one is bigger than that. And that's why you're, you're there. And, and look, we, you don't want to lose yourself and who you are as a person, but you just got to keep bringing it back that you're playing and you're part of a team that has so much history and so much respect and you never, ever lose sight of that. So that's, that's the thing that I, I just... You know, maybe just seeing a, a few things slipping a little bit, you know, that potentially hasn't been picked up on. So, yeah. Mm. If you want the shiz, you got to do the biz, eh? That's ultimately yep. you want the shiz? what we're in the job for. Otherwise, someone else will do it. Um, right, we're going to talk heaps more of rugby as well in the next hour. We've still got plenty more good content to come for you. We've got Clayton McMillan coming up, the Chiefs head coach. We've got Jack Goodhue later on. And Izzy's also going to talk some more footy for us as well. So fantastic. You guys are really up and about. We've got so many texts we want to get through in the next hour as well. And give us a call if you need to on the Kennard's High phone line 0800 150 811. Remember, Baz and Izzy's frequencies quiz is up after the news. Call now. We're taking call at number five today. So make sure you call now. You can win $711 to represent 
7.11am there in the capital. We are off to track down some McCafe coffees right now. That means we've got Trudy coming up very shortly as well. She's going to give us the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.